Hello everybody and welcome to the very first podcast for Click Studios. I am your host, Bridie Thompson, and I'm the community manager and uh, general doer of many and all things for Click Creative Studios. Um, if you're joining us for the first time, which many people will be, as this is the very first episode, um, but if you're joining us and have no idea what Click Studio is, um, let me give you a little spiel. Let me break it down for you. Uh, we are a co-working hub and community based in Tamaki Makoto, uh, New Zealand, for creatives from all disciplines and industries. Uh, I was plucked from my safe space, nestled amongst the artists and thespians of Hawke's Bay and moved my whole life up here to dive into Click Studios and show just how useful my film degree has been for me while I'm not working in film. Generally, I have a huge draw to theatre and I'm a very um, live performance um, drawn artist. I live and breathe the theatre world and art world, although not as much while I'm nurturing and mothering the baby that is Click Studios but that's where my knowledge and my passion comes in and experience. I've been involved in theatre since I was a little tot. This however means I have no idea what an NFT is and my eyes tend to glaze over when someone starts talking about VR um, and you know I, I that's coming from a gamer. A gamer who likes to go pew pew and hack and slash stuff so you know. If you would like to join me while I not only learn how to create a podcast, but also learn what it is that the creatives around me do, then come along, sit tight. It'll be a crash course for dummies, if you will. Um, I'm proud to be a dummy. (laughs) There's nothing wrong and there is no shame in having no idea what someone's talking about. My first guest is Crystal. She's a studio manager for Staples VR, who are our members here at Click. And uh, Alicia Staples is one of our founders of Click Studios. She uh, runs, well, she's the brains behind Staples, but uh, Crystal is her, say, left or right-hand lady. If you're listening to this and thinking, afterwards, thinking, oh, well, I still don't get VR and I still don't know what uh, a game developer does, then that's fine, because I can't tell you either. And I was far too consumed with trying to remember what questions to ask rather than just having a good old chat. So the next episode, I will be bailing on the questions and taking a more casual approach. But, uh, you know, that's what this experience is all about, is uh, growth and development and and learning new skills and learning new things and uh, having a... Having a good time along the way. If you do want more information on Click Studios, then just Google Click Studios. Uh, don't uh, end up somewhere weird, but maybe Google, give old Click Studios NZ on Instagram a message, and I will, I'll give you a message back. But for now, please enjoy this conversation I had with Crystal. Uh, she is such a well-spoken and. Um, intelligent woman I had I had the silliest questions to ask her and I couldn't bring myself to ask her any because she just rounded each question up so well with me sort of flailing right next to her so I hope you can join me next time to talk to another uh, one of our creative members and um, see you soon so hi, Crystal. Hi. 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 We're going to sit down today and have a chat about uh, VR and game development and all that fun stuff that you do that I have no idea about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess first question is, um, 
how do you fit into Click Studios and what do you do here? Well, I fit in through Staples VR. So I'm part of that crew of um, people in Click 2. We're right at the back in our little container. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's a little container, that's for sure. Yeah, um, and, you know, Staples VR does um, a lot of creative tech stuff, AR, VR, apps, experiences, tools, just a bunch of stuff, really. Yeah, yeah. nice. So in terms of let's go way back, okay. let's go way back to school. Yeah. At the end of school, how did you make the decision uh, that that game development was something that you wanted to do? Well, if we're talking like high school, I um, I graduated and I didn't 100% know what I wanted to do. So I took a gap year. Mm-hmm. And in that gap year, I had like three jobs on and off. Um, and one of them was working at a store called EB Games. Oh, um, nice. And I got a lot of exposure to a lot of cheap, like cheaper video games, stuff like that, that I got to play. And... From there, I was like, okay, I want to go into something design. I want to go into something arty or something mm. that can be involved with the games area. Um, and then throughout that year, once I decided, just kind of hustled a portfolio together and I got into AUT for digital design, which was quite broad because I was at, at first I was like, there's no way I'm going to get to make games Mm. for living like I was like that's no way it's not going to happen let's do something similar Mm -hmm. um but then there's such a huge community out there for the games industry that everyone was really encouraging and it didn't feel like it was impossible once I got to meet the people that are available and the resources so yeah so what did did you early on in your degree did you focus on games or did were you already said that it wasn't going to be an option for you uh, I realized it was going to be an option about halfway through my first year. Right, That's cool. how immediate it was. And also game development was part of a pathway system which had just been introduced. Mm. So I was, I saw that and I was like, I kind of made the decision like what I'm doing already is a risk. Why not just go that step further and try and get into that interactive game space totally so you so this is another stem of the game development that we're focusing on today is uh ar vr xr letters that i have no idea uh what so ar vr is kind of i mean in the grand scheme of things it's pretty brand new yeah and people are still only just getting familiar with it Staples specializes primarily in vr experiences shall we say games and experiences Yeah, like I wouldn't say VR is like a one and only thing, Mm -hmm. but I'd say we've done a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Coming into Staples, you were plucked from university. Yes. Um, And, well, I mean, it's probably good to put in that you're the studio manager now. Yeah. Studio manager of the... the, the daily the operations, team. the team morale. The team morale. How yeah. did you get to that point from university? Um, I think in university, after my first year when I decided to go for games, I realised how hard it was going to be and I worked really, 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 really hard. Um, I got a, a like some internships and some side um, experience and mm-hmm. my head of department was asked by Alicia, who do you recommend? Um, and that person recommended me and someone else from my class. So um, that's how I got to have a, a um, meeting with Alicia. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sort of took me on and she's like, you know, 
obviously they don't do anything like that at the time but it was kind of just to test out to see whether it will work Mm -hmm. and it really evolved like it was just going to be sort of interactive 360 video but then I was like you know both of us mean the um the other person we were like well what if we do this what if we do this this is what we do this is what we want to do and Alicia was really nurturing of that Mm. and I think it's been the technical side and the you know, emerging tech side of Staples, like kind of coming together and over time seeing what the needs are and what skill sets that people that do design, digital design and game design can, you know, come together with. Yeah, I mean, because there's a film side and there's all this sort of stuff. So like the best way to describe it is everything evolved through what people would approach us and what challenges we were solving. Mm. And it, it stemmed from there. And I think that just because I've been there from the start, I helped put in processes in place so that, you know, if something wrong ever happened, like I was the one that made all of the mistakes at the start. Mm. And then when I made a mistake, we made sure it didn't happen again. Mm -hmm. And then that just kept flowing. And the, I guess one of the reasons why I would be sort of leading the team is because I already know everything that can go wrong at this point (laughs) totally totally and um i can help stop that from happening again Mm. so it's been quite a collaborative process from the beginning and yeah but i think that's what has made it so successful yeah i think it's the fact that we've been able to be really agile with what we do and what we offer and doing lots of research and development Mm -hmm. because i feel like you need to do that when you have tech that's brand new that changes every month or every year we need to change with with it Mm mm-hmm So you've been with Staples. I should probably preface that. uh, So both of our boss, Alicia Staples, (laughs) has Staples VR. Makes sense. Um, In terms of like now versus when you first started and the projects you were doing then and the projects you were doing now, how what kind of development have you seen into the need for VR? into the need for VR. Yeah, like where have you se- have you seen any like urgency for the need for VR or is it just that people are excited by it? I think one big part that I can't ignore is the fact that the technology's gotten better since I started. Mm. So I've been working with Staples for about 6 years now and when I first started the options for VR weren't great you if you wanted a good experience everything was really bulky it took ages to set up and it never worked first time and then you would have you know mobile vr which was lighter it was your phone attached to your face Mm. you know like it it wasn't great but we could still get some impact out of that um especially i saw some of the early stuff they did before i came in in virtual reality 360 and you know I think it was a lot of social impact stuff that made people go, wow, Mm -hmm. I didn't see it from this person's point of view. And then when the tech evolved, we were able to utilize that to be like, okay, well, we can make this impact with a phone attached to your face. What can we do when it starts to feel more real? Mm -hmm. And that's been the impact. And so we've gone from, you know, trying to make, you know make people think about things differently to being able to train people to do things differently with muscle memory and things Mm -hmm. like that because the controllers are better and the tracking's better and you've got six degree freedom you can walk up to something um and that's i think the most evolution i've seen vr specifically Mm -hmm. is the tech has allowed us to make more impact on people so if one of these people 
that you're presenting this to. So, yeah. you you know, uh, you've got, you like, you guys have done stuff with the Navy. You guys have done stuff in hospitals. They know nothing about VR. Yeah. I know nothing about VR except that I have gone in and swung a lightsaber around <laughs> a couple of times. Yeah. How would you explain the experience to someone and about what this, like, what does AR mean? What does yeah. VR stand for? What does XR stand for? Yeah, I mean, it, it depends on what the level is, but if it's, like, absolutely no nothing, like, they know nothing, the first thing we do is say, this this is what the difference is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, VR is you're immersed and you're taken away from the world. AR is the world becomes and comes in front of yours, right? Mm-hmm. And we just kind of describe that. Um, and then... Once, you know, we usually like to show them hands-on stuff and get them to play with it, Um, especially since, you know, you can watch videos online, but they can be really bad representation of what it's actually going to be. For better or for worse, it depends on the company and what their, you know, their goals are with what they're trying to show. Um, Yeah, so the, the the main thing is we explain it and then we show it if we can show it. Um, and then the next step is just, you know, if they want to use it, what what problems are they trying to solve? Cool. So if you take it back to your first experience with VR, yeah. when was that and what was that like for you? Yeah. So weirdly, the very first time I ever tried VR was something that I made myself. So <laughs> um, we had a, a university assignment, which was just, I think it was only like a month long. It was really short. And they said, build something in a game engine and then put it into this headset. And it was an Oculus DK2 or something. It was ridiculously old. It was what they used to show roller coaster experiences at Armageddon when it, VR very first came out, like very fresh. And um, I had put together this kind of like dark forest with some fire and um, they wanted us to create, you know, a place in history. And I kind of went horror with it, which wasn't really the brief, but I kind of thought about (laughs) what would look cool. Yeah. And I thought creepy would look cool. So I went for that. Um, Yeah. So my first one was trying that experience that I'd made and the rest of my classmates experiences. Um, and you know, we, we didn't know the rules of VR. No one knew the rules of VR. So Mm. we were doing things that were making people sick and, (laughs) you know, and like, it wasn't great, but you kind of learnt a little bit. And then like, just after that, I also, um, for fun made a little VR experience, which I called a broken elevator simulator. I was challenged to make something very, very pointless. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, okay, I can get behind this. So I, I, in VR, created this elevator where you walk in and you get in and the elevator back breaks. And that's it. That, that sounds it. like the actual horror. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that, that was my very first experience with VR before wow. I started with Alicia and then got to play with all the toys in the world that were available. You mentioned that it could make people feel sick. Yeah. And like coming from a perspective of like, whoa, what is VR? Yeah. It will make me sick. Uh, uh, why w- could VR make us sick? Okay, so you get motion sickness when your body knows you're not moving, but part of your mind thinks you are. Like it's kind of how you get car sickness or mm. seasickness and stuff. It's kind of this disconnect of what your brain thinks is happening and what your body is actually doing. Um, and there's there's a lot of other medical reasons in there as well. But, I mean, essentially in VR, as if you don't follow some design rules, you can start moving people too fast 
and they'll start to feel um, uncomfortable because their body's giving them motion sickness. Mm. So we always try to make sure that we're keeping it as as realistic to how you, your body is. And if you are moving to give your brain some sort of self subconscious idea that there's a reason why, because it's all about tricking your brain into thinking that everything's okay. It's, it's really weird, but I, I guess it kind of shows the power of VR to make your brain kind of be like, what's happening? This kind of feels real. It kind of doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So when, you know, me and my classmates were first creating VR experiences, we were like, oh yeah, you press a button, you zoom through and you zoom around and you just run on the spot and stuff. And it's like, it's not just, that. and at the time you would just kind of play and you'd be like, oh, oh, you know, like that feels a bit weird. Um, but now, like, you would definitely not do that. You would teleport around or, like, design it. I think the best VR experiences are designed where you're in your space and things come to you, mm. you know? Yeah. You know, it's everything's within reach and things like that. It's It depends what you're trying to aim for, but very good virtual reality experiences design creatively for that. Mm. Yeah. So it's more than just sitting down and designing a space and then throwing people yeah. into it yeah the the main thing is to keep in mind like lots of people think i've tried vr before it made me sick any vr is going to make me sick and that is 100 percent not true mm. like you can use virtual reality and not get sick it just depends on the design so sorry we're in a busy little co-working hub here the rain the rain's just picked up and people are walking around it is what it is <laughs> So in saying that, and and like your experiences, bad experiences, good experiences, what is your, not that you've made, let's go broader, what's your favorite VR experience that's out there, Um, game or otherwise? uh, It's so hard to tell because like I kind of feel a lot are on an even playing field. Mm. Um, I think Half-Life Alex, I think it is that's um, the game that Valve made to sort of show off what VR can do. That game is really well done. Um, But then there's little things like, I like, there was this game called The Accountant, which was made, I think, by the Rick and Morty team. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it is very, very intelligent design VR. The people who made it understood VR really well. And you were kind of in a space and as I, you know, as I mentioned before, things were close to you and you're touching things and opening drawers and stuff and going along with this crazy story. And it anticipated what you were going to do and made fun of you for it. You have the freedom and then like, you know, you'd open a drawer and they'd be like, oh, duh, of course it's not the drawer. <laughs> like, I can't remember what happened. but I'd Like it was literal. Like, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. And took the. It, I could do whatever I wanted, but it figured out what I was going to do and kind of tricked my mind a little bit. Mm. And I I really thought that was really intelligent. Mm. Um, And then, of course, like Beat Saber is really fun. So it's it's like it's there. There's a lot of different ones that are really, really good. Just depends on what you feel like being immersed in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish there was. I wish I had, I guess, time to play more entertainment stuff. Mm but um, those were the ones that really kind of piqued my my memory and if someone was like I want to try VR for the first time I don't know where to start 
what would you what would you say? So like we at Click Studios, we're very lucky. So mm-hmm. Staples has made their gear like what you have every every VR headset under the sun almost. Pretty much. Yeah. And I don't think we don't have one. <laughs> yeah. And um anyone who's been to Click has seen them hanging yeah. out and about. Uh, so if Click members can come, they can like what headset would you recommend to try out? Uh, I think that if you're a beginner and you want to be like, oh, what is this? Is this going to be my thing? Um, The Oculus Quest is a really good one because it's quite light. So that's a really good one to just try on and get it because the quality is really, really good and it's just easy pick up and go. Mm. Um, Or if you're committed to doing something a little bit more time intensive to set up but really impactful, you could try... The, um, the Valve Index kits we have, mm. which um, those I don't think are very available right now, mm. uh, what I can remember. Um, and they have these controllers called the Knuckles, which we have as well. And they're basically these controllers that they they wrap around your hand and track your fing- and track your fingers. So you, so you can kind of, when you grab stuff, like in Half-Life Alex... Um, you grab stuff and your ha- you can see your hand kind of grabbing things and it just it feels real. Um, and that kind of gives you an experience of like, whoa. Like wow. Half-Life Alex and the Knuckles is a really impactful experience. And then if you're doing something a bit lighter, you could try Richie's Plank Experience, I'd recommend for beginners, because uh, it shows you, it makes your heart drop if you're, you know, Mm. I, I don't want to like explain it too much, but it kind of it shows you like your brain being like, "Whoa!" You get the physical, emotional, yeah. reactional experience. That, that's yeah. what makes VR different because mm. it, it is at the end of the day, it's still game design and it's still games and interaction design, but it's like got a whole extra set of tool sets to entertain you. Mm. I see. So, from what my limited knowledge of VR, I see it as making things that may not have been accessible or possible for people suddenly accessible to experience that feeling and say you want to like yeah in lockdown my dad decided to tour Italy and he didn't leave the couch (laughs) that was not VR but like it was made it was a thing made for VR what do you think the future holds for staples and AR VR technology what does the future hole for us um, if you were to predict the future <laughs> okay so let me just predict the future real quick hold up uh, uh, so we we evolve with the hardware mm. and the challenges that we're trying to solve so the better access we get the better we can do so it is hard to say but what I'm hoping for and what I think is heading it's heading towards is whatever we create being more accessible um being accessible in price, being accessible in weight, being accessible in setup and um, and learning curve. Mm. That's what I would like. I mean, one of the things that is really important to me about VR is the fact that you can it gives you another tool set for learning. So when you have learning difficulties, right? Sometimes some people need to learn by reading or by hearing or by doing or by all of those three, and VR can extend that and they can make a PowerPoint presentation turn into something that's going to be memorable and help people learn. And that becoming more accessible for me, I think would be a dream Mm. to have that technology out there. So I guess the future for Staples is going to be evolving with the technology and making sure that everything is the best it can be with what, you know, what hardware and what technology is available. Cool. We're nearly at the end. (laughs) so 
I know, I mean, you're in the world of game design and Staples is game design, but really we've been focusing on VR today. Yeah. Um, so I'll bring it back to a more general question. Okay. Uh, what would you recommend the process being used? There was a lot of hard work during uni. <laughs> yeah. What would be your advice for someone looking to get into the game development VR world? How do, how, do, how do we explain that? Um, well, I can just say what I did and what worked for me. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, was just figuring out, you need to figure out how to get somewhere close to where you want to be and then work towards that. And the thing that helped me the most was while I was doing that, I was offered a lot of opportunities that made me really scared and made me really nervous and pushed me outside of my comfort zone and made me work really hard or longer than I'd want to work. And the choice was always just do it. And when I didn't do it, I missed out. And when I did do it, it gave me life-changing opportunities. Um, you know, I had a like a, a Dragon's Den pitch for a company to get an internship. And everyone in my class turned it down. They were just like, no, like, we've just found out about it in a couple of days. No way. And I was like, this is so scary. This is going to be so much work. And I was just like, nah, I'm in. And I was, like, on the train working on it. I didn't sleep that night. Like, I just went hard. Like, that's the hardest I've ever worked. And I ended up being offered the internship and almost offered a job at the end of it, but the company closed down. Oh, no. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's it's that everything worked for me because I just didn't turn something down because I was scared. Mm. And I think that when you go into games, it's very, very scary because a lot of people will tell you you can't do it. You'll get turned down a lot. Um, you'll get a lot of challenges and a lot of imposter syndrome and it's, it is difficult, but if you can just kind of steal yourself and power through, I think you get somewhere and you can then, when you get to a certain point, other avenues open up and you can kind of choose where you want to go. I've been really fortunate, so I'm not going to say it's all hard work and it's all me, you know, I've been lucky, but you can only get lucky by being in those positions in the first place to be able to receive that right place at the right time you need it, yeah. Part of it yeah yeah so I did a lot of networking events and I met a lot of people and mm. um just tried to get my face in places and be places and uh, that's just how how it happened so it is it is learning the skills and it is getting your assignments in on time and it is passing but there's a whole nother part of that of trying to get to that specific spot and you just have to work at it well, thank you for being my first podcast interviewee. You're welcome. That was like a very beautiful way to round that up. Yeah, um, I'm glad, and I'm glad that we hadn't, like, you and I hadn't talked about this before. Uh, oh, anything yeah, like that. Because yeah. I, I don't want to be repeating myself. But like, we were like, let's just dive in yeah. and see what happens. And yeah. hey, yeah. <laughs> so thank you. Uh, where can do you where can we find staples online where can we find your work um where can you find our work so we have a facebook group and we've got instagram for staples vr we have a website staplesvr.com it's currently being worked on um so it doesn't show a full range but i think if you want to know about staples especially if you're part of click just ask us mm. like the logos on us all the time we always wear the shirts yeah um, you'll you know can, who's you in can, staples our team is so friendly <laughs> yeah. and we love talking to people mm. just approach any of us and ask us what we're doing and what we've done and we will excitingly tell you or show you depending on what we've got on hand 
Amazing. Thank you. See you in see you another yeah, thank time. Thank you. <laughs> yes.